I had to switch to the to my sexy mouse. My sex mouse. My sex mouse. That's oh, that's a bad image. A sex you know? mouse? Just a sex mouse, yeah. Is it a mouse that has sex or is it a mouse you have a mouse sex with? Or I think it's a mouse you use during sex. Which is So basically your normal mouse that you use on your computer when you're masturbating. But during sex. Like it's a force feedback mouse that you use with your computer. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Do those exist? Those sh- I mean like Xbox controllers have a rumble pack. Why don't mice? That's Just a good for point. like I should have some tactile feedback, some haptic feedback when I uh, am browsing Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, here we go, bud. See, that's what should have been at CES. Yeah. What shit the fuck like are we doing? Come on. I mean, that's in kind of a no-brainer, right, at this point? Someone should have thought of that. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, it's like right. they were making VR suits that have haptic feedback, which is pretty awesome, that's some, but also that's creepy. Some, some Ready Player One shit, because mm-hmm. you know it's just going to be dick sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> dick sleeves as far as the eye can see. Oh, yeah, and like some gloves and like a chest thing so you can feel bullets, whatever. But it's all about that dick, really. Really. Maybe the uh, butt, too. Oh, that actually does remind me uh, of another story. One second. Is it about dick sleeves and butts? It's about male sex robots with, quote, unstoppable bionic penises. <laughs> Unstoppable. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't stop. Won't, Won't stop. stop. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. All right. Here we go. Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the herbs to his spices, Michael Howard. There's 11 of us all together. All together, there's 11, or maybe. I don't know, but we're a secret. We're a secret team. We're a secret, secret combo. Team. I'm I guessing can't tell at least where, chicken is in there, though. Probably, but Michael, I can't tell where I end and you begin at this point. <laughs> what is the difference between herbs and spices? I don't actually know. I think herbs are, you get that, that good tang, that good bite, a little bit of heat to it. And herbs are just like, I don't know, there's some rosemary in this shit. I don't care. <laughs> herbs are like flowers and spices are like seeds. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like herbs are savory and spices are spicy, which <laughs> seems like a cop out, even when I just but, said it. But. but salt is a spice, I think. I don't think it's an herb. So salt's not spicy, though. That's true. Well, now I need to know the the actual literary (laughs) definition of these words. What is the difference between herbs and spices? Maybe spice. Nope, that can't be right. I was going to say maybe spices. Herbs are obtained through the leaves of herbaceous, non-woody plants, and spices are obtained from roots, flowers, fruits, seeds, or bark. Okay, how about that? So I was right. The first time. Hold on. Say that again. Spices are? Obtained from roots, flowers, fruits, seeds, or bark. Okay, so salt is not a spice. A salt's just a good mineral. That's, That's true. a rock, That's baby. A mineral. So what is minerals, then? What are... What even are minerals? <laughs> Fuck. Didn't, didn't expect this to open the are show, did you? minerals spices? 
That's an important question. One of the the age-old quandaries. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, there's no answers. Hmm. It hasn't been answered yet. Our cinnamon mineral. <laughs> <laughs> is salt a spice? I mean, pepper obviously is. It's from, you know, peppercorn and seed. It is not a spice. Aha! Uh-huh. But pepper Power is. Again. And so oh, is yeah, cinnamon. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, then... Now I'm going to call shenanigans on KFC because I'm guessing that they include salt in that 11 herbs and spices. Just having tasted that chicken, (laughs) there's some sodium involved. It's almost Um, definitely just salt. So is it 11 herbs and spices plus just a dick ton of salt? (laughs) 11 herbs and spices is one crucial cannot miss this mineral. Yeah, you you cannot underestimate how much salt is in it is a it is a metric dicton or an imperial dicton i think a global galactic dicton, oh yeah yeah which yeah, is probably a bit more but uh michael how's how was your weekend my friend uh you know it was pretty good yeah yeah what'd you do what'd you get up to anything fun we marie condoed our clothing if that I makes any know. sense at all to anyone it certainly doesn't make sense to me, the person you're talking to. So I'm going to demand an explanation for the so there's this, words there's this woman there's this woman named Marie Kondo uh, who she wrote this book called The Art of Tidying Up, I believe. Oh, the magical art. Of yeah, the mar- okay. magical art of tidying up. And so um, since we moved into a new place and we're in the process of getting our, our closets done, we were like, you know what? Let's fucking magic this shit. And tidy the hell out of this place. So that book is basically just like an instruction booklet to throw out all the shit you don't touch ever, right? It's a bit of that, but it's like, it kind of turns all the stuff you've ever heard about tidying up on its head. It's basically like, do it all in one fell swoop. Don't put, like, don't do it by room, do it by category. So like, if it's electronics, you need to literally grab every electronic you have in your entire fucking house. Okay. Don't slack, cause cause you know you know you have multiples of everything in your house, and if you do it by room, you fuck it up. Actually, so when before I moved to Atlanta, I did a very good job of like distilling my belongings down to like the bare essentials. I got rid of a ton of clothes, some electronics, but like I definitely categorized things. There you go. And but I realized I had a bag to go to good or like a box that was like thinking about it, but like I. I have a problem where I just hoard electronics because mm. I never know when I'm going to need it because I just don't trust it to work. I do that like too. I have, <laughs> I have cell phones from eight years ago still in like the the center console of my car because I drop them so often. I have one that still works in the center console that like I use as a backup if I drop my phone. I I just bought a new Pixel two and part of the deal was that if I sent them back my Galaxy S seven, they would give me one hundred and fifty dollars, and so they sent me the box to do it and I literally have not done it. It's been a week and a half because I'm I don't want to get rid of it. I well, think I have a Blackberry Pearl from like 2006 still in my drawer. You should send them the Blackberry Pearl and see what happens. <laughs> uh, I, I will say so I, I think I have like an LG like two from like six years ago at least in the center console that I've used on multiple occasions post like purchasing new phones. But I say that too. I discovered a bag in a box with uh, six routers in it <laughs> that I eventually just had to take to good. Like I took it to Goodwill last weekend. Yeah, I don't I think just, like I don't think routers are like most things where if you just tie them all together, they're six times as good. 
Well, it's mostly just like I don't trust the one I have to work for more than mm. ever. You got to get that so, Google Wi-Fi, that mesh, made of, that mesh made of Wi-Fi money? network. I live in an apartment. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I don't need mesh. <laughs> but yeah, so to? I think her. So one of her fir- the first thing she says is grab everything you have in a specific category and put it all in one spot so you can go through it. And I'm pretty sure that. The main point of that is just for you to realize how much shit you have. Because me and Rachel grabbed all of our clothes from everywhere and put it in the living room. And I'm pretty sure it took up the entire fucking living room. So I'm actually very curious about this whole process because it seems to me, an outsider, that you should have done this before you made me, your friend, (laughs) move all your shit up four flights of stairs into your new house. Uh, To be fair, we didn't make you move any clothes. Oh, okay. So Just all your other bullshit. <laughs> exactly. We we all the breakables. And how many breakables did you get rid of? Because I would have loved to break. I would have loved to have broken them. No, not none yet. Actually, we did okay. do that before. We did because we um when we redid the kitchen at the old place, we did that process before. Well, as we were putting stuff in boxes to redo the kitchen, we got rid of a ton of shit that we had from like ten years ago when we got married. Yeah. So okay. you're safe. Well, so Michael, you're like me. So you you've you've done the keto diet. You've lost a good bit of weight. Um, I'm working so, as hard as possible to put it back on. Perfect, love that. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you were like me during this process because so it's I've been on this diet for about four years now. I've and I've successfully kept off all my weight, but like for a little while, I was. Like until maybe a year. I think I brought some of them to Atlanta because I wasn't sh- like I might have needed an insurance policy. I kept pants from like 80 pounds ago, like just like <laughs> just in case. <laughs> like I still have sweaters that are like huge and bulky and like double X. I'm just like, I don't know. I might need them again. <laughs> Rachel encouraged me to get rid of all of those pants and shirts because she was like, if you have them, you might you have it. You might get fat again. And you know, nothing wrong with that, but it's just like I think it's more just like if you if you have a comfortable option to grow mm-hmm. exactly. into. <laughs> I actually so when I did the keto diet, I got down to like a like a, a lower weight than I am now, and it was pretty skinny. And I have some stuff that I bought then that doesn't fit as well, but I have it as like a it's like a goal. Like, I'm going to fit back in these pants at some point. These skinny, skinny pants. Right. So, for me, I, I buy clothes so so infrequently. Like, the ones I have now are, like, I kind of just, like, don't want to lose any more weight, even though I do. Because, like, they fit really well and I don't want to, like, have to buy, like, new clothes. But I also got to the point where literally, like, the other pants I had that I was saving were essentially Jinko jeans on me. <laughs> and I was like... It's time for these to go. Well, and, the, and the worst part is that while while you're losing weight, the the fashion is getting to, to more towards like fitted stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like I have stuff that was not necessarily fitted, and it was also fit me when I was much when I was thirty pounds heavier. Right. And now it just lo- yeah, it seriously looks like I'm wearing um I'm wearing I'm swimming in it. I'm wearing my dad's clothes basically. Mm-hmm. Actually, I so I do one of my goals with this diet. I'm not quite there yet. Speaking of dad's clothes, my dad had in my like my closet in my room in high school, like just became like the de facto storage closet somehow. Uh, so my dad had a suit 
from 1974. Uh, or no, no, 1972. It's a brown wool three-piece Fuck. suit. Yes. It looks fly as hell. And I like I need to lose like another like 10 pounds to fit into it. And that's my goal to get down to. And I'm going to wear that dope-ass suit all over town nonstop. Michael Cushing. Yes, sir. I just found out that you're going to be here over St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. I need you to get a green shirt that matches that suit. And your okay. goal should be to fit into that suit, bring it along with that green shirt for St. Patrick's Day, and wear that out on St. Patrick's Day. And then Day. fucking ruin that suit. Probably, but it will be warm at least because it's wool. Yeah. So you got no, that going for you. That is true. Cannot wait for that. Um, well, speaking of warmth and how I don't currently have any, um, can I tell you something that I've tried to buy twice in the last, actually three times now, because I just play, I placed a, uh, a reorder today. <laughs> you tried to buy it, which means you did not succeed in buying mm-hmm. it? Yeah. <laughs> so, also, well, speaking of losing weight and just being healthy in general, I, um, <clears throat> you know, it's been very cold here in Atlanta. Uh, I'm not built for it. Uh, well, not anymore. I miss running. I mi- well, yeah, I miss running. I've been trying to get my fitness on, and I actually just signed up for another run in a month, so I need to get moving. Did you say so you I, miss running? A little bit. Ugh. Not, not a lot. Gross. But I, oh, I, hey, here, I miss physical activity, okay, okay, and I've okay. done none yeah, of it. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, so I attempted to order some, like, running gear. So I, I ordered gloves, some, like, training pants. A balaclava. And, like, well, some, like... Basic, kind of like a headband, like earmuff sort of situation, like not a cap, but just goes around because my, my ears get cold and I get a headache. Oh, yeah, I hate it. So I ordered that as a, a trio. <clears throat> and um, the mailman at my apartment complex, Michael, you might have some insight into this since your father is a, a male professional. Mm-hmm. Um, he either postal stole it engineer, or just, I think. Po- yeah, postal technician. <clears throat> He either stole it or just gave it to someone else in my apartment complex who did not fess up. Because uh, I did, I got it was two separate days the packages arrived. I got neither one of them, <laughs> so that was a bummer. So I contacted Amazon, got a refund, and then I reordered the entire thing. But this time, I sent it to the Amazon store in Midtown Atlanta by my office. Okay, just like I'm gonna cut out the mailman. Exactly, don't want them, don't need them. Send it right to the thing. So I got my pants and I got my gloves. And then I opened up the package. It was an, like an envelope and then a single like plastic package with the headband in it. And opened it up and it contained a single black sock <laughs> that was clean but had clearly been worn before. Wait, how do you know it was clean then? It Like it was clean. You could just like it, it wasn't. It wasn't crusty or I don't know, but like so no one had, had like clearly, masturbated into it or anything. I mean, I can't say it. they might have masturbated into it and then washed. They it. washed okay, it okay. afterward, but like you know, like you know how you can see like there's like the crufties on the sock and like the the band, like the elastic one, band was just wait, just one sock, a single sock. Was this package was the plastic sealed? It was it was in a Ziploc kind oh, of zip, like okay. like a kind of like a you know a Ziploc sealed bag. So not like so, not like vacuum sealed or like heat sealed. No, and so apparently, so I I think my flaw here was that I ordered it to the Amazon store and that has single day fulfillment, which means that that product was in the Amazon warehouse in Atlanta where it's fucking cold. The one sock. 
Yeah. So what I'm thinking is that some gentleman or lady <laughs> at the Amazon Fulfillment Center saw this headband and was like, yeah, my ears are freezing and I work 60 hours a week. Mm-hmm. I, I work 60 hours a week because Jeff Bezos is a piece of shit. I'm taking that. Yeah. I'm going to put this. I'm going to put this good sock in there. <laughs> but like my f- you could just tie the sock around your head, right? It's like a long sock. Is it like a crew sock? No, it's like a, it's like a, no, it's a ankle sock. Oh, it's like a size 10 oh, ankle shit. sock. So I can't even, I can't even wear the sock. Well, you could which put is, like one on one ear, I guess. That's true. That sounds horrifying. <laughs> but yeah. Can I tell you my favorite part about the sock? <laughs> yes. The text printed out across the toes of the sock. Says no nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I disagree, Sock. Yeah, that's some chicanery right there, because there is at least some minor nonsense. There is at least a modicum of nonsense. So I ordered the sock. I ordered the headband for a third time this evening. And uh, again, I didn't like I was on the I was on a chat with like an Amazon rep. And they were like, well, we can either give you uh, free one day shipping or, and I was like, well, shit, I don't want that because I don't want my mailman to steal another one. But if it's one so, day, it might become an Amazon courier. No, it won't. It'll, it'll, well, either way, if it comes to Amazon courier or it goes to the that. Amazon store, it's still going to be the other sock. <laughs> I'm going to get the other fucking sock. I know it. Well, I mean, that's at least something. I mean, then I'll have a pair. Also, the Amazon rep was like, okay, so I'll give you the refund and then uh, I'll process your return and you can just send us the package back. I was like, do you really want this clean, nasty old sock, though? <laughs> Just like, okay, well, if you're comfortable with it, you can throw it out. <laughs> what are what are the chances that they believe you? Well, so I actually said, I was like, hey, I can send you a picture of the package if you want. She's like, no, it's okay. I can trust you, Michael. <laughs> she, she doesn't believe you at all. She's like, yeah, whatever. She He just wants two headbands. Oh, well, three at this point, because for all they know, this like, I've canceled two orders at this point. For all they know, I have two pairs of pants, two pairs of gloves, and a soon to be three headbands. Well, Michael, what kind of fun stories do you have for me this week? Well, uh... Actually, you want to talk about the mail? I have a, I have a fun mail story. Oh, I mean, we're already talking about the mail. Why not? We're talking about the mail. Um, So, this is a story from Canada, our, our sweet... Our sweet hat to the north. Mm. Um, Michael, have you ever had to deal with a prankster? Uh, you know, a couple just, times. Just a real practical jokester. Yeah. yeah, I've had one. Mostly my roommate and our friend Dave from mm. California mm. Um, who won our prank battle pretty <laughs> handily. Um, <laughs> one what's time the longest work, you've... One time at work, uh, we had a prank battle going with uh, a couple friends of mine where if you left your computer unlocked, somebody would change your background to something ridiculous. And so yeah. somebody changed my background to Teletubbies. And then pretty tame. I, yeah. Pretty tame, I, all things considered. <laughs> I changed his background to the picture of David Hasselhoff naked covered in um Sharpays. Mm-hmm. And then that that game ended pretty quickly because it, it's a work environment th- and that probably wasn't the best. But th- the thing is though, when you escalate, I think if if I don't love being pranked, I feel like I would escalate to the maximum allowable level just to be like, this is done now. I don't want more. And my problem was when I was with when I was living with my friend. There is Dave, no maximum. There's no maximum for no. that man. Mm-mm. He's one of the most depraved, delightful individuals I've ever met. Mm-hmm. I can't he's he cannot be grossed out. Nope. He cannot be beaten. 
so I I have to deal with like terrible terrible porn on my on my background and I can't I can't reciprocate. <laughs> but so it sounds like Michael your your longest prank battle is pretty short. That's not too long, yeah. Okay. Can you imagine being pranked for 3 years when you have no idea who the culprit is? Oh, 3 years. Mm-hmm. Like constant pranking, or is it like w- once every couple, or once a year, or something? Once a year. I mean, that would really freak me out. What would be the so? This involves someone leaving something in the mail for a gentleman in Red Deer, <laughs> California or Canada. I don't know what province, but so uh... I'll give you a hint. Quote, offensive nature, sorry, offensive material of a sexual nature in his mailbox. <laughs> is somebody like ordering sex toys to him? Not ordering, delivering, De- hand delivering. <laughs> so, oh, wait, so they're not even sending it through the mail. They're hand delivering it to him. Hand delivering sex toys. Well, you said sex toy, but it is a sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is <laughs> So I'll just tell you. So according to Staff Sergeant Damon Poole of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, uh, someone has been delivering, (laughs) quote, a mail package in a mail package. So they've been (laughs) delivering penises to him. Quote, it's a it's a wooden. This is the most buck wild thing. A wooden male penis. Oh, yes. The, The male penis. The male penis. Sar- Staff Sergeant Poole could not specify the length, width, or or weight of the timbered phallus. But the two suspects, a gray-haired man in a hoodie and a woman wearing a black sweater and a hat, were caught on surveillance video on December 8th delivering the package, or sorry, mailing the package from a Red Deer grocery store. Jesus Christ. So, does this guy have any idea why this might be happening? No idea why or who, but here's another thing. The, the images from the security camera identified the pair standing behind two cylindrical packages. So they're sending it to multiple people. There's just a couple out there just sending out wooden dicks to people. Are they finding the wooden dicks somewhere or are they making them themselves? I Are they, they whittling? They don't say. I kind of really hope that they these are handcrafted penises. Because, mm. mm-hmm. I mean, if not, what are you doing? Anyone can just send a wooden penis of someone yeah i mean you can find those whatever yeah yeah i I hope it's not just an etsy shop just delivering things (laughs) left and right (laughs) just delivering things to the wrong address Mm -hmm. this for you have fun with this wooden dick (laughs) you know it would freak me out but also at the same time each year i'd kind of be anticipating the wooden penis yeah, like, it says here that the guy is fed up with whoever keeps sending him these. Like, I, would, I mean, the first year I'd be like, okay, that's weird. The second year I'd be like, again? And then by the third huh. year, I'm creating a I'm shrine. waiting. Like, I'm kind of waiting on yeah. it now. Like, now I have three wise men, you know? I think it would I'm weird me out TV. more if, like, after, like, six years, no more dicks. If it stopped, yeah, that would be the worst part. Like, where'd they go? Yeah. What happened? Like, is is my dick friend dead? Yeah. Like, I, like, there's no downside to this. Like, there's nothing offensive about receiving a wooden penis in your, a, in your mail. Who cares? Get over it. Yeah. I would be worried when it stopped. Right. Because you know? then the real prank is coming. Yeah. Like, what's coming? Then next? it turns out they weren't just wooden penises. They were actually robots that 
have to form together like Voltron to one giant mm-hmm. penis robot that will murder you as you sleep. Well, now, now I'm suddenly worried. About <laughs> I was going to say robot dick Voltron that had to save the world. And they like someone was just mailing you the pieces of it. It mm. was like Dr. Bright sending you like dick Mega Man. No, they're going to steal assemb- your medicine. You had to assemble the pieces. I say Dr. Bright is Dr. Light. That's my bad. I don't know what that means. It's like you've never read a Mega Man. I haven't. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, actually, they're full of Bitcoins. Oh, whoops what if, um, oh my god what if all what if each wooden penis has something more valuable inside of it and you were supposed yeah, to that's kind of like up? what if this is what if this is like how canadian national treasure plays out or like what if there's some cool stuff in there or what if it's clues to the zodiac killer and you're just mm-hmm. you're just hanging on to these penises you're not opening them up like you should yeah like, I, you gotta rub it, it until the, the the stuff comes out the end and then you have the clue <laughs> the clues the clues spurt out of the end and then you just you know you just gobble it on down um i would say like i would do some forensic analysis on these wooden guys you gotta at least x-ray it like this person's sending it like they sent two of them these people are targeted there's something being these penises are being sent for a reason somebody's trying to tell me something and what incredible hubris for you to receive this penis and just think like oh someone's targeting me for abuse because I'm hmm. they hate me so much. Maybe they're targeting you to save the fucking world. Is it the same penis each time or is it a different penis? Unknown. Unknown. Oh, We're right. Because like, he wouldn't tell him the length or girth. You're right. Or the weight. So we don't even know what kind of wood it was made out of. Don't know. The wood could be a nice cherry, teak, mahogany. Could be pine. I don't know, Michael. I mean, all I'm saying is if you could find a time capsule inside Jesus's bummel. Mm-hmm. There might be something important inside this penis. I gave you all the clues. I gave you all the clues. <laughs> it's like you had all the dick answers. You had them, and instead of looking at your inside the dick, yeah, in your hands, you were just you could have just stroked those clues out. But no, instead you called the Royal Canadian Mounted Police like a fool. I would I would assume I wouldn't assume, but I would hope that maybe it was a genie in a bottle situation. Mm-hmm. I would, and the genie just keeps sending you penises I would, to I rub, would just so he rub. can finally escape. <laughs> the guy won't rub the fucking penis. <laughs> I will rub this penis until a genie comes out. Mm-hmm. That's generally what I say every time. I, oops. <laughs> the so the final quote of this story, Michael, is pretty good. It's like Pool says, "My summation is it's just a practical joke that is carrying on over the years. I guess I can't believe this is media worthy." Mm. And this is how aliens take over the world because you didn't rub the penis. I gave you all the clues. You just wouldn't rub that dick. Mm-hmm. It's pretty upsetting when you get down to it. Mm-hmm. Mike, what do you got for me? Well, we were talking about herbs and their corresponding spices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, KFC has... They have finally done it, Kush. Oh, they God. have created something that is against nature and God and everything that is right and pure in this world. Is it the KFC Faraday cage that blocks all your social media? <laughs> it is gravy cocktails. <laughs> Let me just read you some of the names of these gravy cocktails. I don't actually want to know. The, the I'm gra- actually fine. The gravy Mary. No. The, the finger licking sour. No. Made with mezcal and gravy. Oh, God. 
a southern twist, a southern style whiskey cocktail with gravy. Uh huh. So- gravy bomb. 60 milliliters of fresh, hot KFC gravy, Kush. That is so much gravy. That is a lot of gravy. Okay, actually, I do kind of want to have a gravy bomb, which is just gravy and Jaeger. <laughs> and Red Bull. You know what? It would Ooh. probably be better than just a regular Jaeger bomb. Actually, fuck it. I kind of just want a gravy bomb, just gravy and Red Bull. I don't even need the Jaeger. The thing about this, though... So, I mean, there are shots and, you know, drinks out there that the intent is to curdle immediately. Like, you know, like a car bomb curdles mm, if you don't drink it fast exactly. enough. I don't, I can't imagine a world in which you pour alcohol into KFC gravy and one, <laughs> one, nothing happens but the alcohol sits on top of the gravy because it's too thick to absorb anything. You got to mix but it two, up as fast as possible. Two, pour, if you it. do put alcohol in the gravy... It must just turn into the most dankest, rankest possible concoction imaginable. Uh, Especially if you're pouring alcohol into 60 milliliters of gravy. I'm not going to lie. The finger licking sour sounds delicious minus the gravy. So you have 400 milliliters of mezcal. Okay. Mezcal. Nice smoky taste. You got uh, cherry liqueur. You got lemon juice. You got orange marmalade. A pinch of salt. what? A pinch of pepper. Some thyme. An egg white, and then a hundred milliliters of KFC gravy, Michael Cushing. How many milliliters of mezcal were in there? Four hundred. Okay. Well, at least you get more tequila than uh, <laughs> than gravy. Oh, you know, I can't really imagine like the the tang of mezcal with the sensual silkiness of <laughs> KFC gravy. Especially with orange marmalade and what the fuck? That's just too much shit. Oh, God. It's just, it's not good. Michael, you know what the worst part about this is? Mm. We're going to have to fucking test it. I mean, we're going to have to make these. Can you just get KFC gravy just by, like, going to KFC? Yeah, for sure. Just give me a a to-go cup of O gravy. That's got to be possible. (laughs) Okay, well, here's what's going to happen. Michael, you mentioned I'm going to be up there for uh, St. Patty's Day. We're going to just obliterate ourselves on the biggest drinking day of the year. We're going to give ourselves the biggest tummy aches imaginable. Oh, God. So I'm trying to figure out how much what is in or like how many calories and stuff are in. So mashed potatoes are 90 calories. Mashed potatoes with gravy are 120 calories, but it doesn't say how much of each. Hold on. Did you just say that KFC mashed potatoes and gravy are only 120 calories? In what, a, per spoonful? In a serving? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, per, per <laughs> tablespoon, maybe. There's no fucking way. It says one, serving side is one side, 145 grams, only 120 calories. That is... They're lying to they you. Are in, they are violating all sorts of FDA ri- regulations. They say a but it's biscuit, Trump's FDA, they say so a whatever. biscuit only has 180 calories in it. No fucking way. Just the butter alone <laughs> is 180 calories in that thing. <laughs> well, look, we're clearly not going to get any real answers from, from, KFC. from KFC.com. KFC.com. But, ca- I, yeah. mean, I mean, we're going to have to try it, but at the same time, like... Grow like this one. This the southern twist is only fifty milliliters of bourbon, but sixty milliliters of gravy. That's more than a one to one, and there's no there's no other liquid in this fucking drink, Kush. It is just, bur- just bourbon and just gravy. Just bourbon and gravy. God, Michael, 
I'm kind of shuddering at the thought of how much gravy I'm about to eat with you in a month, oh, two months. Oh God! Do you want? To, it's literally two months from today. Oh, it is. You know what? We're recording you know this. what? Speaking of which, today is January fifteenth, which is mm-hmm. Martin Luther King's actual birthday. Mm-hmm. It is also the Monday where they celebrate and give people the day off for Martin Luther King's birthday. I don't know if you got the day off. Did not. I did not either. I think personally that it is racist to not even I feel like you should get the day off if it if it falls on Martin Luther King's actual birthday. That's like once every 6 7 years. Mm-hmm. If I know how long a week is. And then you include leap years. I have to assume you do. I assume it's 6 or 7 years. But like yeah. I feel like it's just racist that I had to go to work. It's racist to you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, it's racist. Sure. No, it's racist to his memory. To his memory that I had to go to work today. The thing is, I mean, I, Michael, I'm inclined to agree with you because I'm going to be very honest with you. I didn't want to work today. I do not want to work. But then I think about even being in Atlanta, which. Oh, yeah. When well, you did, did not get the day off in Atlanta, that's super racist. Yeah, I will say I did go to the uh, Atlanta Center for Civil Rights uh, a week ago. It's pretty awesome. Not, I mean, it's a great museum. Not awesome. It's actually super horrible and terrifying. Um, but even having seen that, I know exactly how I would have spent today if I had had the day off of work. It would have been a lot of reading Twitter and playing video games and probably would have been Drunker before I am now. So not honoring Martin Luther King's memory. So what you're not, saying is we should not have in the gone classical, to work. not in the classical way of honoring his. We memory. should have no. gone. To, it's a good thing we went to work. I'm saying it's probably best that I went to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? You make a good point. Yeah. I still feel like something's racist, but it might not be that. It's, and hey, can I say this? It's certainly not racist against you. No, 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 no. It definitely is not racist against me in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I, I will say today on Twitter, mostly from our government representatives. Oh. Let's say Steve King, for instance. There was some actual literal racism, but you know, whatever. Uh, look, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not, but. Free country. But people who are actively trying to take away people's civil rights should not be tweeting about Martin Luther King ever. And they should be keeping Martin Luther King's name out their fucking mouths all Straight the time, but especially today. Yeah. 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 There were a couple in particular that uh, they stuck in my craw a little mm. bit. Mm-hmm. But, um, hey, hey, you want to hear about something else that's even grosser to drink than gravy? No. Have you ever been to a wine tasting? Of course. Do do you do the thing where you taste it and then spit it out? Absolutely not. I'm a grown man. I drink all that wine and I I just I hold the wine. Right. But people hold wine. I mean, I get hammered at a wine tasting. People do this, right? Mm hmm. Well, a man by the name of. Peter Bignell, uh, he he's from Australia. Let's just get it out of the way real fast. So everything there is trying to kill them. So mm-hmm. this might make more sense in that context. But he looked at what was happening at a wine tasting and people just spitting out wine left and right. And he saw free wine. He saw Waste, 
Kush is just a waste. You're tasting good <laughs> wine and you're spitting it out into into just a jar. And then somebody's mm-hmm. throwing that out. He thought to himself, um, what if I take that? Big Nails Red Blend is what I hear coming. And I distill it. No. And then I bring it no. back. No. He claims. He claims. No. No. He claims that no. he asked the people at the Mm-mm. festival. Nope. Uh-uh. If I distilled this and brought it back, no. how many people would drink it? And he claims that nope. most hands were raised. Why the fuck would they raise their hand to drink it if they didn't drink it in the fucking first mm-hmm. place? What the fuck are you talking about? You maniacs. He says. That's like, would you drink your own piss? He says, we got 500 liters of wine. There were oh, bits of bickies and cheese and the odd bit of beer in there. I don't even know what three of those words mean. Rather, Mostly the one. <laughs> rather than ship the 500 liters of spittoons back to his distillery in Tasmania. Sure, who's got the time and the money? Bignell found the nearest distillery to the event and used their equipment to process the dregs. Twelve months later, he had transformed the spit bucket wine into an 80 proof clear spirit called... And this is this is where it gets good. It's called Kissing a Stranger. Okay, well, he's got a sense of humor, and I like that. <laughs> For a little while, Michael, I thought you were just going to tell me that he, being from Australia, just drank ran it. it through a... Well, well, yeah, just drank it, but one, just ran it through a filter of, like, a nested filter of, like, cheesecloth, <laughs> deadly scorpions, a couple of snakes, a little more cheesecloth, and then poisonous frogs. <laughs> and then he drank it. And, hey, he got really drunk from yeah. it. Yeah. He compares the taste to unaged like, I'm brandy. I'm just going to say, the fact that he distilled it at all is actually impressive to me. The fact that he distilled it for a year is frankly shocking. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're going to drink somebody else's spit, I mean, just fucking do it. Yeah. Just go for just it. Just go, go for, for the it. gold. I mean, whatever. And I will say, it's a sh- it's an appalling waste of good wine. To spit and it's it probably why wine costs so much money. Because these assholes are spitting it out. That <laughs> bottle could be $40. Now it's 60 because one, probably 10% of the total supply, some dipshit named Rick in San Francisco is spitting into a spittoon. Yeah, you know what? Look, I am I am all about trying to be like cultured and- I'm not. Fuck that. Just give me good wine for cheap. Right, and if, but if you're going to give me wine, <laughs> I'm not spitting that shit out. No. Like, fuck you, if buddy. I, if I pay for a wine tasting and you give me- Oh, one-tenth of a glass? It's going in my tum-tum. Uh, for sure. And I'm going to eat whatever sort of free cheese and crackers you have. Yeah, what am I supposed to do? Just regurgitate the cheese, too? You And then I'm going to go back fucks. to the wine taste and be like, hey, could you actually double that up so I can get 20% of a glass of wine? Please. I'm a grown adult. <laughs> I mean, they give you enough wine. You can get pretty drunk, though. Uh, I've been to two in Atlanta and they're not so generous with the ports. There's mm. one in, in, I went to one in Gainesville. There was like a, at a wine wholesaler and they'll get you drunk and they'll also give you like grilled meats, which is pretty fun. Mm. But, um, why is yeah. that only wine that they do it with? Cause I've been, I mean, we went to a couple, uh, like we went to that beer tasting at the, at the brewery in, uh, in Athens, Georgia, where you try the different beers and, and all that stuff. They don't expect you to spit that shit out. Why is mm-hmm. it only wine? No, it's like, hey, drive 45 minutes from the city, get drunk on nine beers, have a good night. <laughs> good luck. I guess drive home. Yeah, see ya. 
See if the Uber will take you back to Atlanta. I mean, they will, but you'll get your car will get towed. And that's fine. <laughs> that's why yeah. I let you drive. Mm-hmm. Because I have a good tolerance. <laughs> I can drink all... I can drink from this spittoon and be fine. But, like, I was reading about this and just the thought... Like, even if it tastes good, if if you were drinking this, if you were taking sips of this this drink... And you were like, oh, this is pretty good. And they were like, yeah, I distilled it from the spittoon bucket at last year's fucking wine tasting. You would immediately throw up on yourself, right? I mean, if not if he distilled it. Like, I mean, I mean, honest, I'm being honest with you. Like, he's boiling the dick out of it forever. And I mean, if he distilled it for a year, I mean, like, they're using water that's from, like... Oh, sure. We yeah, about no, as, as long as you wash... The dildo in hot water, it doesn't matter that it's your dad's Michael, dick. have you seen how wine gets made? People use their fucking feet to stomp on those tasty little stink beans. So, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Not the wine I buy, man. That stuff is all done automated because I'm not buying anything that costs more than, like, $14. There are no old grandmas stomping that shit out. Okay, yeah. So, you'd rather... Okay. So, old grandma, you pay maybe $20 a bottle for that shit. Or... You pay $4 a bottle, you cheap bitch, for a robot to crush it up, and no one ever cleans it. Somebody's, some, that's like, robots clean that's after themselves, that's the Michael, truth. Michael, that's like going to the bathroom in an Exxon station in Chambly, Georgia. <laughs> no one has been in that restroom, sure it's free, sure the gas is a little bit cheaper, no one's cleaned that fucking restroom in 12 years. <laughs> that's the wine you're buying. Fuck. So, Michael, pay for the fucking grandma have you ever, and then drink all of it. Don't spit it out. Have you ever driven through Germany? No, well, on a bus. Oh. So in Germany, they have rest stops, which are literally... toilets. Yes, which are literally just a toilet room. And if you stay in there too long and accidentally let the door close behind you, that shit is cleaning you in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you walk into a toilet in the United States and everything's wet, but that's because somebody peed all over the place. Uh, like, all over You walk the place. into this place in, in Germany, and it's because they have sanitized the shit out of not just the toilet, but literally the entire room that you were just in. Yeah. Uh, somehow I missed that. I like I only had to pee at, like, one German rest stop, and it didn't have a cool, mm. like, futuristic toilet. Mm. They just it. gave you I 27 always, seconds exactly to be able to do your business. Michael, the thing is I miss out on all the cool toilet experiences. We that we learned true. this when we talked about going to Tokyo. I didn't get I didn't get a cool bidet blast. I didn't get I didn't get the sanitation system in Germany. You know what you should poop more than once Michael, a day I, or once a week, all, I mean. <laughs> I know. All I want is a cool bathroom store. I want to be trapped in some weird like sanitation booth. That's it. That's all I want. So what you're telling me is that you would rather drink distilled people's spit than than then. literally anything else I could think. What would you rather have? Would you rather drink this this on ice or have one of these gravy cocktails? Oh shit! Uh, fuck, man, I'd probably go for the the spit wine. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, okay, all of Kentucky, like. Kentucky and Tennessee bourbon and like whiskey is made from those places water, which it's natural just is, water out of the mountains, Kush. Yeah, full of incest and whatnot. Like <laughs> that doesn't wash out. 
It's being distilled. It's being boiled for years, months. There's wheat in there. <laughs> I am curious what kind of uh, spirit he made this into. You can't just boil wine and have like, hey, look what we found. <laughs> I mean, that's what it says. <laughs> he says that he didn't say what it was. It's just called it's called it says distilled for rootstock Sydney by poor Tom's and it's 48 percent alcohol. Eh, 98. Pr- I mean, 90, yeah, 96 proof. That's all right. That's the thing. I mean, it's like. It's going to burn enough to, like, the alcohol in there will kill any any residual spit flavors anyway. Oh, okay. So let me just come and spit in your bourbon, Kush, and you can just drink it all up. That That's different, though. Okay, what the if... The spit was... What if, what if somebody had just ejaculated all over your bourbon, and he's like, no, it's cool, I distilled it for a year, now you're drinking, uh, hey, it's ejaculate bourbon. Listen, Michael, if someone made... If someone <laughs> took a wine spittoon from... A hundred wine tastings, <laughs> and then jizzed all up in it, and then distilled it for a year. Fuck, man! I don't know. I'd probably fucking drink it. <laughs> so that wouldn't be kissing a stranger; it'd be blowing a stranger at that point. Michael, I'm just saying, every molecule of water on this planet has been pissed out and jizzed through and like shit upon a million times, at least. I'm already drinking dinosaur poop and jizz and whatever. I don't care. I've already tasted nine dinosaurs making out. I don't give a shit. Like, fucking fill me up with that shit, okay? As long as it's distilled and pasteurized and treated with all sorts of good chemicals, put all the fluoride in there you care for, control this brain, I don't care. If you... If I was about to enjoy a tasty shot of bourbon and you walked along and <laughs> shot a fat load in it, yeah, I might have some issues with it. But if you shot a fat load in a barrel of whiskey and then it got distilled for another year the, and, like, the devil took his share of it, yeah, sure, I'll drink it. Whatever. <laughs> Can't get enough. I That is not, you know what, That is, I'm not going to lie, that is not where I expected this to go. What did you think? I thought you were going to be more grossed out by that. No, man. It's just nature. They're, they're, Michael, you're, you're the, I'm a journalism major. You're the fucking scientist here. You know what fucking distilling does to things. <laughs> yeah. It just breaks it down into component parts. It just, it's just alcohol with, I don't care where it came from. Sure. People, I, I've kissed people before, Michael. I don't give a shit. But you wouldn't drink their entire bottle of spit it's not a whole well yeah there's a lot of spit in <laughs> it's it. mostly spit michael i wouldn't drink the spittoon <laughs> i don't believe you at this point i will say one time that ah, twice i ate uh so in elementary school we used to have uh like pizza hut days for lunch mm-hmm. and a lot of people wouldn't eat their their pizza they would get two slices only eat one and they would throw them in the trash and i like once or twice i ate a full slice out of the trash <laughs> all right i'm not gonna lie if there was if it was <laughs> sitting like right on top yeah no that's of course please if it was sitting right on top i would definitely eat that piece of pizza sometimes they throw it out in the box and again i cannot stress this enough i was a fat kid yeah. so like there's a box of pizza with a slice or two in it your boy's getting in there. I, one of the times I got food poisoning was because I went to a party and there was a box of pizza sitting on the table. And I did not even bother to ask whether that was from today or some far off 
distant past. I mean, to be fair, that shouldn't be your problem. Like that, I mean, if it was a far off distant past, like someone's done something wrong <laughs> to a child. <laughs> like you didn't earn that. Like, why would you leave a perfectly good slice of pepperoni pizza in a box for multiple days is all I'm saying. There's no reason. There's no rhyme or yeah. reason. That's for sure. Um, oh my gosh, fuck, man. We're at 55 <laughs> minutes right now. Um, I have, there are so many things I wanted to get to today, but well, let's, I'm not let's, mad let's that we, fucking, let's, uh, let's, you want to do a blitz? I'll say, let's, blitz let's lightning round this shit. Okay. Uh, man, damn. Okay. Well, this is just a fun story. I'm just going to say it. For the first time ever, Michael, this is a hometown story of yours. Ooh. Medieval Times. Outside Chicago in Schaumburg. Wait, there's a Medieval Times outside of Chicago? And no, I have not been. I've never been to Medieval Times, Kush. Me neither. I haven't been Oh, either. we're going. We're going when you're here. Sweet. You okay, know what? Well, there good. are no forks or knives at Medieval Times because there were no forks or knives in Medieval in Times. In Medieval Times. So. Couldn't give a shit because, Michael, you know what there is at Medieval Times now? Syphilis? A fucking, a fucking, well, yeah, <laughs> syphilis too. Yep, nope, 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 yep, yep, yep. Uh, no, there's a new ruler in town. And she Ooh. is not backing down. What is... For the first time ever, Medieval Times, for the first Medieval Times location ever, there's a queen in charge. That's right. Schomburg, Chicago. Illinois. Head of the progressive movement. Thank you very much. We did it. We fucking we- did it. So they updated a whole narrative. Medieval Times finally has a queen. And you know what that it. means? That means there's not going to be any douchebag people there because they're gonna be like i i'm gonna boycott it because there's a fucking queen which sounds fucking great sounds so great. michael let's do it when i come up we're going can i say that oh, fuck yes all hail the queen um rapid fire let's do it all right so michael uh apparently a woman in chicago returned a christmas tree to costco returned on it. january on january 5th because quote it was dead <laughs> <laughs> and she got a refund Fuck. You know what? That's just brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's also the most California thing I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. But you said it was in Chicago. I said California. You said Chicago, and I will rewind the tape, but I will allow it this time. Uh, Post-edit. <laughs> Chicago. Damn it, I said it again. <laughs> California. Ch- California woman. Um, She got her money back. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it was dead. It was, and it was within I mean, it, the return window. But I really want to know, like, this woman, like, had she, like, it, like according to the story, late 30s, 40s woman, had she never bought a tree before? That's a good question. I mean, but here's like, the thing. If you buy, if you go to a, a nursery, for example, and you buy a mm-hmm. plant and it dies within, like, two weeks to a month. You're taking that shit back because you're like, what the fuck did you sell me? Well, the thing is, Michael, when you buy a plant from a nursery, it's alive. It's a good when point. When you buy a Christmas tree, it's dead it's and It's already dying. dead. That's a good point, yeah. yes. You, like, you've chopped... You've already it's, killed it. You've killed it dead. Mm-hmm. You're really just de- like disposing of a corpse at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, you're buying a dead body. Yeah, you're point. like, hey, let me keep this dead body kind of hydrated. Like when you buy a when you buy a Christmas tree, you're buying a corpse and hoping it's not infested with bugs or That's squirrels. It. Well, I mean, if you get yeah, you're gonna get a squirrel every once in a while, sure. But I think bugs are the big. That one. is, the, you're right. That is the weird thing. You're just buying a dead 
tree and trying to keep it not even alive. You're trying to keep it just presentable for like a mm-hmm. like three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then bringing it back then, when it's fully That's dead. kind of fucked up if you think about bit. it. Mm-hmm. Very fucked up. I have a I have a lightning round story for you. Okay, cool. Letter reminding cruise ship guests not to have sex with pizza appears on board. Listen, I I don't know where cruise ships get off at this point. Like with all the stuff that they pull with like their poop viruses exactly. coating the walls and stuff and like plumbing backing up, you don't get to tell me fucking anything. You don't get to if tell I show me what up, I want to have sex with on this boat. Also, I'm sorry. I thought we were in international waters. Everything's legal. I can do whatever I want. I can fuck pizza. That's really all I want to do, so I'm going to do that. So fuck you. (laughs) Well, the the title of their letter says open pizza bar for consumption only, and they're assuming that I do not consume pizza through my dick. Which is, frankly, pretty prejudiced. They don't know me. Yeah, that's really prejudiced. Although that really actually does tell me that someone... Went to the pizza bar and tried to fuck a pizza in front of everyone. It does say. Like they didn't have, they did not have the good grace to get a full pizza to go. Mm-hmm, or even, mm-hmm. hey, two slices for a sandwich. Um, they didn't have the good grace to bring it back to their stateroom. If you got a whole. And fuck it in the privacy If you of got a room. whole pizza, would you fold it in half and put a hole in it? Or would you kind of like roll it up like a, like a burrito situation? I mean, honestly, I'd probably just take two slices, slap them between my hands and go to town and then eat the other, you know, six eighths of the pizza. I thought you were going to say and then eat those slices after they've been distilled. <laughs> I'd wait for someone else to jizz in those slices and then I'd eat them and then I'd throw the rest overboard because who wants that? <laughs> Apparently, there's a word for the sexual desire to fornicate with foods and it is sitophilia. Mm-hmm. So that's a new thing I learned today. I didn't that that one didn't come up in American Pie, which on all other accounts is a pretty scientific film. That's a good point. Surprised that one didn't really depart some knowledge to us. Hmm. Well, shit, man. Why of all the things to fuck on a cruise ship? A pizza. Why a pizza? And I like why not like a warm baguette? A warm baguette. Baked Alaska, I wouldn't want because initially well, it sounds cool. It's nice and warm, but yeah. very cold inside. Yeah. No thanks. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess peach just seems dangerous and also not that exotic. Also, you're on a cruise ship. Go nuts. Also, go I want to eat the pizza. Also, there's like single people on cruise ships. <laughs> I don't know. Also, swingers, probably. I don't know. Hang out at the casino. You'll find someone to fuck. That's just science. <laughs> you- <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were frozen or not. <laughs> I wonder if it's just like it's just like, hey, they said this is literally all you can eat pizza. So if I just fuck it, they'll bring me a new pizza, right? They'll keep bringing me more pizza. <laughs> It's all I could eat, not all I want to eat. So mm, you know what? I don't really like. I don't really like this pepperoni and green pepper pizza. Maybe if I fuck it, they'll put out a sausage pizza. I wonder if you can get away with this at CC's. Hmm. I'm gonna. Although go I, with I assume probably because they don't get paid enough to give a shit. 
I actually read a story a couple weeks ago about someone who got kicked out of a CC's pizza for for eating, get this, under 30 slices. I think it was 28 slices. One second. Okay, Um, you can go fuck right off because I've definitely eaten way more than that at CC's before. Yeah, I've eaten more like just mac and cheese pizza slices. I've paid my $3.99. I will eat all of this pizza. Okay, so this is from uh, 2016, February 2016. I am an 18-year-old male, male, 5'11", 120 pounds, and my doctor recommended that I literally go all out and eat a bunch of food because my BMI is frighteningly low. So I went to my local CC's because they offer an all-you-can-eat pizza. Duh. So I stayed for 45 minutes and ate 22 pieces of pizza. That's it? Which is not that much. I mean, they're small um, pieces at CC's. That's only like, I think they cut their pizzas into like, what, like 12, squares. 14 pieces, something like that? Yeah. That's only like a Nothing pizza going and a half. On. So as I was about to try some pineapple and ham pizza that they just set out, the manager runs up to me and tells me I've exceeded the max amount that you can eat at the buffet. Oh, go. You, nope. 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 So maybe they shouldn't charge such a low price if they're going to get pissed off. Should I make a complaint? I don't want to seem like that one guy who files a lawsuit for false advertisement, but I mean, all you can eat. <laughs> I mean, he was only there for 45 minutes. It's not like he slept there. Right. Exactly. And maybe his problem was he was only there for 45 minutes and ate 20. Like, that's a heavy consumption. Here's the thing, though. Maybe if you just hang out for an hour and a half and eat 22, you're fine. Here's the thing, though. I do that because I know that at some point my body's going to realize I'm full. So I try to eat as much as possible before that reflex kicks in. You slam a jam all those you pizzas got into you to. for sure. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I'm going to slam like six pizzas into my face before my body can even realize what has hit it. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with a Chicago pizza. Well, You're no, just, you, you cannot. It. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, you can't eat more than two slices without dying. I'm pretty sure. That is some fat pizza casserole. That's a casserole. That's that. not a pizza. That's a casserole. Let's right. be honest. All right. All right, Michael. I think we're... I, I'm going to save a story till next week because it's, it's, a, it's a timeless one. But uh, I think we're done for this week. Do you have any, uh, any closing FMLs or shower thoughts for me? <laughs> I have, it's not a shower thought, but it's shower thought adjacent. Sure. Bath thought. So I just had the dumbest thought come out of nowhere. A sex shop called Mr. Magorium's Masturbatorium. What an insensitive (laughs) tribute to Heath Ledger's memory. How dare you? But fuck yeah, that sounds dope as hell. Uh, that actually reminds me in high school, um, I had a thought I wanted to buy. So in downtown West Palm beach, there's like this shopping kind of center called uh, city place. And there used to be an FAO Schwartz on the corner. Wait, it's called next to the movie city place. City place. Who yeah. the fucking named that? Some branding whistle, <laughs> <laughs> but there's an FAO Schwartz on the corner next to the movie theater. And when you was entered, it called the you had to place. Called the F.A.O. Schwartz, you dipshit. And called the movie place? Actually, it might have been. No, it was Movie Co. Movie, <laughs> movie Co. Co. At City Place. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you entered, you had to go up this escalator that was lined with, like, there was just a wall lined with toys. Uh, and then it was just kind of like this, like, almost like an Ikea-level sort of maze where you had to, like, you just walk through toy shit. So, it was going out of business, and I had this dream of buying it. And making the Michael Cushing 
Emporium. <laughs> and I would fill it with wax statues of myself in different poses doing different things. But every night I would remove one wax statue and stand there myself. And as people walked through and had like, you know, their sweet, delicious ice creams and hot chocolates from stores around the rest of City Place, I would just be there ready to pounce. I, okay, for one. It's less sexual than this one. I would definitely go to that museum mm-hmm. slash emporium mm-hmm. slash kushporium. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would punch every single one, right? <laughs> if the first time I realized that there might be a live Mike Cushing somewhere in the emporium, I'm definitely going to start punching the shit out of wax statues. Right. But I'm such a professional. Michael, <laughs> at this point, and such an eccentric also, I can take a fucking hit. <laughs> you would just take it and, and your face would deform like wax, but you would you would still be you. I mean, I'd fall over. There's, there's still physics in effect, but I would have a wax face for sure. <laughs> that was my dream, Michael, and it has not yet come to fruition, but one day it will. Soon. And- Soon. Once this podcast takes All off. All the malls are going out of business. I'm sure you can get a nice storefront for pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. And just, I think it's the wax statues that, and like all the, the garments and garb that will really set me mm. back a minute. But mm. well, we were just happen. talking about how we have so much extra clothes, though. That's, well, I had. I gave them all the fucking oh, goodwill. God damn, damn it. it. I could. It could have been like a Michael Cushing through the ages. Just tubby Michael Cushing. Husky boy Michael Cushing. <laughs> Shopping for his school uniforms and at Wandy Christian School. <laughs> this husky pants. <laughs> well, Michael, I think that's gonna do it for us this week on Trends in Low Places. Uh thank you so much for joining me. Um if you like the show, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. Uh every week uh, I well, I don't put up a blog post. I'm gonna try to. I yeah, what happened to so that, uh, that New Year's resolution. New Year's everybody. resolution. It didn't happen, but it will this week. I'm going to do it because now we're recording on Monday and I have time to do it. Also, eat shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't you come at me like that. Um, yeah, but if you like this show, you also like our sister show, uh, Longest Days of Our Lives, uh, in which Michael and I and our friend Curtis watch every episode of 24. Michael, have you watched that one, the last episode? I haven't have yet. Have you listened to it? I haven't yet. Have you listened to it? You want to give me a title oh, yeah. just right now? Um, Jack Attack? Uh, Bower Hour? Twenty-four times. We'll get there. Anyway, if you like this show, you'll like that one. Even even if you've never seen Twenty-four, we've had people tell us they love it. Uh, just because uh, it's just us being fucking idiots. So uh, you can check that out at goodbuddymedia.com or find that at Longest Days of Our Lives. Uh, also, if you want to get a message to us, shoot us an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read every message we get. We uh, will read messages to other listeners. Uh, if you want to promote a fake product or a real product, we'll do that too. You can even pay us a dollar or none dollars. We'll do it anyway. Um, so yeah, just shoot us an email. We love to hear from our fans and we read every email we get. So Michael, how else can people help us out? You can find us on all of your favorite podcast apps. Um, and when you do, please give us a rating or a thumbs up or a favorite. Uh, you know, that's how we uh, how you let people know that we're cool and that you think that they should listen to us as well. Um, also, you can find us on all the social medias, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at T-I-L-P-Cast, uh, at TilpCast. Um, and, you know, give us a little retweet. Uh, give us a comment. Um, all of those things, you know, because that makes us show up on your timeline more. 
Yeah. So if you want to help us out, do all those good things. Michael said, uh, we, you know, we really appreciate your interaction and everything you guys do to help us out with reviews and uh, likes, comments, whatever really helps us uh, just kind of get discovered and get noticed. So if you like us, give us a shout and share us with your friends. So, Michael, before we go, I have a final uh, shower thought for you. Can't wait. This one actually comes from Reddit by Pandora30012. Mm. Does butt hair turn gray when you get older? Fuck, that's butt a hair. good question. And how would you really know unless you checked? How and why would, would you, you check? Know? Well, now why I'm, would you check? Now I'm going to check. That's all I got. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Michael, it's been lovely talking with you. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Toodles. Toodles.